ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome into the Thursday, June 2nd edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I am your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to take your phone calls this hour, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Our text line is open as well, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We've got Ari Agnes coming on the program today. Those of you not familiar with Ari, she is the head coach of the Marshall Volleyball team. Volleyball team has been busy these last few days. More additions to the signing class. So we're going to talk to Ari about that. The schedule just came out. So we've got that. And now I need some clarity on a couple of things. We've got the Marshall Invitational and then we got the Marshall Invite. I need some clarity there. And someone on Twitter earlier asked me, or at least made a statement that said, hey, this thing needs two different names and some really, really shiny hardware, a trophy. So my idea of a trophy is a bison head, a bronze bison head in the shape of a volleyball. Now, I don't want it to be completely round. I want, like, some texture to this thing. You know, something textured like, say, the World Cup trophy, but better. Maybe it could be that size. I don't know. Maybe something – I would do a, a really cool trophy. Make the Marshall Invitational, the Marshall Invite, one of those two, like really have something that teams go, oh, hey, that gaudy trophy would look great in our trophy case. So uh, that's where I was at on Twitter earlier. You can, of course, join those conversations at any time, at Paul Swan on Twitter. I get some good material from Twitter. Sometimes I get some bad material, but I get some good material from Twitter. So uh, you can, of course, jump on board that anytime. And a text line is always a popular outlet for you as we will take your text throughout the show. So Ari's coming on in the next few minutes. We're going to talk to her. We'll get you caught up on everything with the volleyball team. We've got a full slate of items to get into yesterday was Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Final between the New York Rangers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I just want to point out, I have a diverse group of people that I follow and that follow me on social media. And so I'm hearing comments like, this will be the first time that the Rangers face a real goaltender. First time. Finally facing a real goaltender. Usually it's just Pittsburgh fans that I'm hearing that from. How this is going to be real now. Tampa Bay, this is going to be real. Like All the other, including the Pittsburgh series, that wasn't real. That was not, no. It's going to be a whole new world now. Completely different. Rangers are going to not know what hit them. And they won 6-2, game one. In front of a raucous, I mean... That was loud. Even through TV, I could tell. That place was rocking. Madison Square Garden. Playoff hockey's the best. We're going to see if if NBA basketball can match that tonight. It should be fun. We've got the NBA coming up tonight. You can listen to that right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. 
Who do you got? Do you like the Celtics or do you like the Golden State Warriors? Who do you like in that? Is it going to be sort of one of those where one team hasn't had much rest and the other team has, so automatically take the team that's kind of not had a moment to take a break, or do you take the well-rested team? Where do you take? And also, you got to look at this. Is it going to be the Celtics' defense that steps up tonight? Is it going to be the defense that wins the day? Or is it going to be that Golden State offense that really shows up tonight? That's probably what makes this series interesting. We know that Golden State can score. And I'm pretty sure that, for the most part, if you're listening to me right now, you're pulling for Golden State. Andrew Wiggins. Of course we're pulling for Andrew Wiggins. We've got that tie. We've got that connection here. He was here. Played some ball here before he moved on. So we like Andrew Wiggins. We, we want Andrew Wiggins to succeed. We want to be able to say, hey, we knew him before he won that NBA title. We want to say that. So, of course, we're pulling for Golden State. And there's another thing. I'm a Lakers fan, so I'm never going to pull for Boston. Ever. Not. Ever. Ever. In anything. Cool place to visit, though. I will say this. Boston is a beautiful place. I visited years ago, and it was fantastic. I just took a day and just walked around unguided, just whenever I could find a, an opportunity to break away from what I was doing. I, I drove up. Well, actually, I took the bus. Well, we, we drove up and just took in a sightseeing of Boston. It was a beautiful place. Fantastic. Got to see the old garden before it was torn down. You know, the new garden hadn't been built yet, but this was uh, on the way out. And, you know, the Boston Garden is one of those historic venues like Madison Square Garden. So it's a great place, great city. And it was just beautiful and wonderful to walk around. But as far as your sports teams are concerned, I got nothing for you. Seriously. I'm not a Red Sox fan. I don't hate the Patriots, but I don't love them. The Bruins, I respect them. I'm good with that. Celtics, again, I'm, I'm a Laker fan, so I'm, I'm always going to go against the Celtics. And it's not because I think they're terrible. It's just they were good. It's that respect I don't like. It's that you, the, the, I don't like you respect. It's respectful that I don't like you because you are the nemesis of the team I liked. So Larry Bird, one of the greatest of all time. I acknowledge that. I love Larry Bird. I'm not going to root for the Celtics, but I love Larry Bird. I mean, that's the dilemma for me here. I like Larry Bird. Always like Larry Bird. Not a Celtics fan, but I like I like Larry. Charles Barkley, I like. His teams, not so much. But I like Charles Barkley. See, that's the thing. There's a lot of players I like. I want them to do well, but with the NBA, though, I don't have really a dog in the fight. And the Lakers have no fight in them right now. So this is one of those times where I have two teams that I pull for. Lakers and the Knicks. The Knicks are terrible. Haven't been in the postseason in a while. And they're not going to win a championship anytime soon. So it's mostly the Lakers. Not the case here. So, okay, I'm just a fan now. So I'm pulling for Golden State. Again, rooting interest only. i got to have a team to root for to keep me interested. So I'll take Golden State. I'm going to take Golden State in six. 
I don't know if that's realistic, but I'll take Golden State in six. But it should be a fun series. We've got it for you tonight starting here at 8 o'clock, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3, 1340, we've got Game 2, the Western Conference Final. It's going to be hopefully another one of those don't blink or you'll miss it games. It was 8-6 in favor of Colorado. So Colorado taking on Edmonton. This is Game 2 of the Western Conference Final. You've got some of the greatest superstars to play the game of hockey on both teams. It should be fun. And we've got that on our sister station, Cat Sports 93-3 and 13-40. So if you're out and about, can't be in front of a TV, we've got some options for you tonight as uh, you dial up your favorite game on the radio. Looking forward to all of that action, and we'll talk about all those results tomorrow. Of course, look ahead to the uh, next game and the Eastern Conference, and we'll talk about that NBA game tomorrow, what happened and why. So all that's coming up tomorrow, just a look ahead. But when we continue, it's time for Ari Agnes, head coach of the Marshall Volleyball team. We'll talk to her, her releasing the schedule, going into the Sun Belt, hopefully re-energized, optimistic. Ari is always a great person to have a conversation with. If you can't have a good conversation with Ari, you're doing it wrong. So we're going to see. That's the standard I hold myself to. If it's not an entertaining, good conversation, I messed up, not Ari. We'll talk about it when we continue with Ari here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Yesterday, we went over the volleyball schedule, which came out. A lot of interesting matchups to talk about. So now is a good time to bring back to the program to talk about the schedule, the latest additions to the roster, and everything else that we can possibly think of. Is the head coach of the Marshall volleyball team, Ari Agnes. I asked her if she would like to be the summer co-host of the show. She refused me, so I'm a little scorned today here. I mean, every day, you and me, right here in the studio, we could talk about whatever we wanted to, Coach. I just have such a limited fear of what we could talk about. Have you heard so the show? Like have you, you listened? Lose, yeah, I'm, I'm saying I, have, you would just lose people. I think. Have you listened to the show on a daily basis? If I could yes. do it, if I could do it by myself. How much more powerful could we be if we did it together? This is true. This is true. But then would my career take off and I could no longer coach? I think you could do both. You could do anything you want. <laughs> it's a great point. Yeah, you it's can really do anything point. you want. I, you're Ari Agnes. This is very true. Yeah, you're um, you're amazing. So I'm just gonna I'll just leave that there. I mean, you've <laughs> you've, you've never heard me say Tony Kemper's amazing on air. That's I, true. That's very true. Yeah, so there we go. I'm going to pay for that comment, I'm sure, here next week. <laughs> Ari's with me, of course. Ari's always fun to talk to because, well, you bring that energy, you bring that excitement, and you must be on overload right now because the schedule's out, the Sun Belt component is with it, and you look at it, what excites you? Honestly, the fact that we've got 15 home games really excites me. We are hosting two tournaments, which – Typically, we host, since I've been here, we've hosted one. Um, and it's all just a matter for preseason for volleyball. It's just a matter of getting people to want to come here. You, you know, then we go back and forth. And 
you get four preseason weekends. So we are really fortunate that we've got some really awesome teams coming in. So that slates us for already, you know, um, six home games and then the conference schedule for the Sun Belt. I love the back-to-back that we're doing. I love, um, you know, and honestly, what's really cool is the home weekends that there's football, we get to play on Thursday, Friday, and then football games Saturday. So it's just, it feels like it's just going to be, it's exciting, you know, and I think also we're bringing in seven new people. So that's also exciting. And it's just going to be a whole kind of different look of, of Marshall Volleyball. Is that something that the league thought of, or is that something the coaches came up with, or is that a little bit of both as far as that scheduling, making sure that if there's a football component to the weekend, make sure that everyone gets uh, a fair shake at at getting the fans to come support them? Sure. Sure. What I think is really cool about the Sun Belt, what what I've noticed so far, um, all of the coaches, you know, we've met via Zoom, I don't know, five or six times already since since we've been in the league. Um, We have a text chain that we all chat with so that we're all on the same page to play the right teams in preseason, to get good RPIs, to, you know, scheduling and when we want to do it. So it was, they listened to the coaches, which is really, really cool. Um, We take them things that we believe will help us as a volleyball community to get more fans and, and they go ahead. And as long as both people sign off on it and, you know, both administrators, they, they kind of let us do whatever we want in a, in a really great way. Um, and, and they did it also, you know, at first the kind of schedule that was going to be there was you're one place Friday and then you're another place Saturday. Well, there's no schools that are really close together to make that easy. So then you start to think about the student athlete experience and the travel and how that impacts all of the athletes. And that's just not, it wasn't ideal. So we went back and we all looked at it and we were like, you know what, we're willing to, not play the entire conference um, so that we have better competition, better matches. And then what they did was they took the top four RPIs um, and those from each side. So there's two divisions from each division. And then those teams play each other and we're in the top four, which is awesome. Um, So then at towards the end of the season, we're playing teams to help all of our RPIs to hopefully get an at-large bid on top of the bid that will come from the Sunbelt tournament. How's the tournament structure? I think we've talked about this before. This was a refresher. Everyone gets to go, right? Yeah, everybody, which is awesome. Like, I can't express enough that um, the Sun Belt holds it in Foley, Alabama, and it's it's a whole thing. I remember watching it because they actually host theirs a weekend before most other conferences host their conference tournaments. And um, it is just – they do it so well. I You know, I watched them all on ESPN last year, and I was like, wow, like – it's just cool. It's their own venue. It's a neutral site. It's the same place. So you can plan travel. You can do all of the things that, you know, I think stress you out once you make the conference tournament. And, and it's just really cool. But all 14 teams will go, um, which, again, you just have to keep kind of going back to the student-athlete experience and going back to, you know, what, what makes them, you know, want to stay at schools and do different things. And you get that experience because not all 14 teams are going to go to the NCAA. So, Everybody gets to go in and have, you know, a postseason tournament feel, which is just awesome. Ari Agnes is with me, the head coach of the Marshall Volleyball team. So let's talk about the the tournaments first. You've got the Marshall Invitational (laughs) and then the Marshall Invite. (laughs) Okay, we didn't get creative with the names. I saw that on Twitter. We will do better next year. I hear you. Hear the advice. We tried. I will say um, my assistant, Bijanae, tried really hard to get this, like, 
green bass and get all teams that are green. Well, it just didn't work out. <laughs> so we couldn't have some some fun name with it. Um, so, yeah, we're very boring on the names, but like duly noted, it won't happen next year, and we will make sure that we we get something super fun and exciting. But we do. We have two tournaments, which is just awesome to not have to travel during preseason um, and to be able to be here in front of our home crowds is really, really exciting. Um, and and we're just we're just so excited. I was talking to somebody today, and I just dislike the summer so much. I think. Because it's, you know, you go from spring where we're with the girls all the time and then it's like, okay, what do we do? We, we twirl our thumbs and just wait for the fall. But I am just so excited. Do you do something like Chris Grassy, just have like a uh, summer league instead of a spring? You know, he's doing spring league soccer and, and they're playing for a trophy. You thought about yeah. that maybe? We, you know, it's just different with volleyball. We played matches in the spring, but the girls are all, you know, the team's gone. Some will come back for our camp next week and help out with that and, um, you know, per rules, we can't work with them over the summer. So, like, football has started and, and other other sports are able to work with their athletes over the summer. We're just not able to do that. Um, so, when they're gone, they're just gone for that entire kind of launch until some will come back for summer school. Some will do um, different things and, and work out, but we're just unable to do that with them in the gym. So, for, for Charlie, Bijanay, and I, it just makes it kind of boring. Ari Agnes, my guest, I would never put the word boring and Ari together in the same <laughs> sentence. So, sure, the tournament names are boring. You said it, not me. Um, I did. Trophy, I did. though, let's talk. Uh, you saw my suggestion, right? I want a bronze bison head. It looks like a, a volleyball. It's, it's sort of in the shape of a volleyball. You know, with some texture, right. of course. You know, is um, is that on the list? You know, some sort of you cool know, trophy? You know, now that we've seen it, we yeah, we have not designed it yet. So anything is an option at this point. Anything's an option, which will, you know, Bijanay is kind of my creative creative head on our staff. And so I'm sure that we'll kind of put her up for the task of making sure that it's a fun trophy, especially because, you know, the intent is to obviously win our tournament and then we get to keep the trophy. We want it to be a, a yearly trophy, not a traveling trophy like the Stanley Cup. Yeah. We, we want a, yeah. like a new one every year. So you get to have seven or eight of those stacked in your, your case. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I'm down with that. Ari Agnes is my guest, the, the uh, head coach of the volleyball team. So let's talk about some of the opponents you have on the schedule. Um, who excites you the most? Uh, or, you know, where, where are you most excited about, you know, about going or bringing into Huntington? Sure. Um, you know, I don't know that one specific excites me, mainly because I'm truly, and, and I don't know how cliche it sounds, but I am truly just so excited to see our team play. We have so many new pieces that at this time, I, you know, there's no stress or worry on anybody. I think going down for the conference tournament will be super fun. It's on the beach and Foley, and, um, you know, we're excited to get to the other places and, and do some of the things that the Sun Belt has in place with different you know we've not been to any of those of those um places yet so i think that that will be fun i think it will be new and fresh which having that many people is is also exciting so i don't you know i don't think that there's one that i'm super super excited about i am truly just excited to get our team back here and get them in and and kind of acclimated with with our system and our new players and and getting them just to go but but honestly having that many home matches you just couldn't ask for anything better we got to talk about your team a couple of days ago the news came out another piece added to your squad this time yeah uh, kayla malik right is that i'm saying it right yeah. Ma- kayla yep. malik 
So she joins the team from Chicago State. What stood out about her that made you want to say, yes, come on, be a part of the herd? You know, she, from a personality perspective, um, she is a, a ball of energy as well. She coaches a club team up in Chicago, totally gets it, um, and possibly wants to coach. It's funny, she either wants to be a lawyer or to be a coach. Um, her mother's a lawyer, so she's kind of toying between that and and kind of coaching because it just sparks so much joy for her. But, um, you know, we losing, you know, Sierra, Destiny, Sydney, Sarah, Zoe, like we're losing a lot of veteran pieces. And, you know, when you bring somebody in that's been through four years of college volleyball, um, there's just a little bit more ease and there's more kind of like leadership that just automatically takes place. Um, she's somebody that wants to do really well. She wants to step in right away, and, and she's quick. She's, she jumps really high. She runs a really nice slide. So we're, we're excited. We got her on the visit and, you know, I talked to her a little bit, brought her on, and I was like, this, this is it. Like, this kid just needs to be here. She just has a ton of personality, lets it all shine, and she will be fun. She will be, you know, an intricate role in the community on top of, you know, being on the team and just pushing us as far as we can possibly go. What sold her on Marshall? Was it more of a personality fit? Did she like the the schedule? What was it that ultimately said, I got to be here? Yeah, I think that, you know, she kept saying on her visit how comfortable she was and just how much she had been through two coaches at Chicago State. So, it you know, it just gets hard to get really comfortable when you're constantly changing things. Um, so I think that just between all of our personalities, you know, we very much pride ourselves in letting, you know, each individual be just that, be an individual. You know, we want everybody to be exactly who they are, find themselves, because when you're comfortable, you play better because you have confidence and, and you're, you can be really strong in, in what you're trying to do. And I think that she was really comfortable, but she also said that she just felt the presence of the tradition of Marshall and everywhere that we went, she's, she just felt like it, this is this is it. You know, in, at Chicago State, you don't get the college experience because you're in the city. And she she's really excited to just have the college experience of football and basketball and everybody goes to everything and everybody's supporting everything. Whereas in Chicago, you've got, you know, three Division One schools right there between DePaul, UIC, Chicago State, that there's not like a home base of fans. And I think that's what really, really excites her. All right, Agnes is with me, the head coach of the Marshall Volleyball team. Did we talk about Jasmine when we spoke last? It's been a while, hasn't it? I don't think so. We Honestly, we just keep adding things. That <laughs> There's no telling what we've talked about. Yeah, yeah we, we – I mean, you're busy. I, the transfer portal giveth <laughs> and it taketh away, and you're right now you're, you're taking. You're taking it all. Yeah. So this is Jasmine Parrish. She joins back in yep. March from Cal Poly Pomona. Pomona. And um, she's got two years eligibility, so that makes it really nice for you to have someone uh, yeah. that you can depend on for a couple of years. Uh, she was pretty good at Cal Poly Pomona. What made yeah. it her excited about coming, and what made you excited about having her come? Sure. You know, one thing that is is tough to teach is winning, right? If If you come from a place that wins, which she does, there's an automatic kind of like expectation that's ingrained in you that you just expect to win every time. And it's hard to teach that. That's why when you recruit people, you want them from successful programs. You want them 
from, you know, places that, that have an expectation so that they come here and we can make that our own. Um, it was it was a getting her here to feel it. You know, she's from California. She's got family right there. So when she came on her visit, um, she wants to be an engineer and, and she's she's crushing school with that right now. So us having the great program that we have, she met with a professor that just blew her out of the water. Um, and and I think that just knowing that she's going to be challenged, right? She's coming from a really strong Division Two program, and she is taking this opportunity to be able to say, you know, we, we're the underdog. We're always going to be. You know, I think that until we start winning championship after championship after championship, I, me, you're an underdog, and I love that, and I thrive off of that. Um, and she is that. She's undersized but jumps out of the gym. She you know, I think has had people kind of doubt her and, and then she proved it at Division Two, and now she wants to come and prove that she can do it at Division One. She has high, lofty, really awesome and exciting goals personally um, that are just really cool. So she's just got this kind of innate um, passion that, that she's just going to be great. And, and so for me, it's, you know, we needed, you lose Sierra, and I don't know who's going to replace Sierra between Reagan Tinkle and her and our returners. It's, It'll be interesting to see who's able to step into that role, um, but Jasmine definitely puts the numbers up, and that's that's what gets you there, right? You've just you gotta you gotta score points, and she is that. Ari Agnes is with me, head coach of the Marshall volleyball team. Speaking of Sierra, she signs with. You're gonna have to help me with this one. Uh, <laughs> teams in Finland, I can say Finland. Polkoki. You can just keep it right there. Yeah, okay. So, so yes, so you are admitting that also having difficulty yeah. with that. Uh, yeah. she, she signed with that team in Finland uh, last month. How's, um, how's that experience going to – she talked to you much about that? Because that's a different yeah. experience. Yep, she is really excited. You know, she's, she's had other opportunities, and, and she's been really, really good about being patient to find the right opportunity. Um, in, in volleyball, it's much different because you can kind of pick what you want. Um, most leagues, there's only two Americans on each team, so it can't just be a team of a ton of Americans. Um, and so she is really excited about being like starting in Finland and, and just kind of seeing where that goes. But she's, she's so, so, so excited. And, um, you know, we miss her and, and we, we wish that she had 17 more years to play, but, but the reality is that she's able to go make a career and a life out of playing volleyball, which is what she's always wanted to do. So we're really excited for her. She's super excited. Um, you know, she still bleeds green probably more than most, and and I think that's really exciting. But she's she's going to go pro, and she is signed, sealed, delivered, committed, and it's going to be awesome just to see how far she can take it. Ari Agnes is with me, the head coach of the Marshall volleyball team. Did you um you happen to catch the show yesterday by chance? No. Missed it, huh? Okay, um, this is going to be a surprise to you then. So um, yesterday I'm, I'm speaking with the president of the uh, Charleston Dirty Birds, the baseball team in Charleston, okay. and we're talking about some promotions, and he's talking about helium and the uh, the PA announcer inhaling helium and calling out all the players you know, on helium uh, during certain – Wow. Yeah, and so I want to elevate that. I want to ramp that up. <laughs> Because he, he, he alluded to the fact that it's going to be stolen now by other teams. Because, you know, minor league baseball, everybody's going to steal good ideas from other teams. Sure. And so I suggested one for him. I said, look, have the ump do the helium. Have the umpire do oh the helium. Oh, my gosh. And he, he paused for a second thought, oh, okay, you know, this 
that's actually a pretty good idea. I'm taking it one step further. I need someone to do an interview with me, and we both are on helium. Helium. Yeah. Okay. I thought either you would be the most game uh, or uh, or new athletic director, uh, Christian Spears. I'm thinking you might be more game. <laughs> I mean, I'm down. Okay. I might get really lightheaded, so we've probably got to keep it pretty short, but I'm down. Okay, we might need to do this sometime. Um, you know, maybe during after a practice so, you know, the team can okay. participate. We'll, we'll figure it out because – I just don't have helium readily available so we could do yeah, this. Yeah, you know, I don't either. I just got rid of mine. So you had some readily available, okay. <laughs> There's a story there I might have to pursue sometime. No, I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, balloons, right? You know, that side business of uh, Ari Agnes balloons. Right. <laughs> Birthday, you know, you got to have balloons ready for birthdays and anniversaries and things like that. Yeah, so you just got to have it it's like in the it's in the trunk of your car and you know, you've got it like in a closet at your house. Okay, I get it. I know where to go now. <laughs> Ari Agnes is with me, uh, the head coach of the volleyball team. Um, so what are you gonna do now? You've got like a few months. You 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 we mentioned do. being boring. So you know road trips, field trips. Are you doing anything? You know I say that, and we just hit June, so May is a dead period for us. So we can't go out recruiting. So I'm actually going recruiting tomorrow, um, and then the, the recruiting trail kind of starts. We've got little herd camp next week, um, and then we go for about two and a half weeks between Orlando and Indianapolis for our last kind of trail of recruiting, and then camp. So I say that I'm bo- I'm bored, but it really is just the month of May that that we can't go out and do things and can't have camps and run camps. So. Um, it amps back up starting tomorrow, which is really exciting. Um, it's been a good month of May. I've had some really nice downtime and been able to get things organized for the fall. And, you know, I think that as coaches, it's just we do this because of the athletes. And so just not having them on campus is just where my boredom comes from. <laughs> so, um, but no, we, we start right back up tomorrow. We'll go out recruiting. We'll see some of our committed kids and then we'll be able to see um, some kids that hopefully we can get to come here as well and, and focus on that, get right back on Monday, and we start a little hurt. Ari Agnes, my guest. So I guess I won't have a chance to talk to you for a while. You're going to be out being busy and not being bored. <laughs> and uh, um, Anytime you need me, let me know. Uh, we'll get you back on. Yes, sir. Ari Agnes, my guest. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thank you. Ari Agnes, everyone. She's going to do the helium. She's going to do the helium. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of The Drive. It's June 2nd. Paul Swan is your host. That's me. We're taking your phone calls and texts at all times during the show. The phone line is 877-420-TALK and the text line 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Well, the accolades continue for Marshall Softball. This time, Marshall Softball graduate Maya Stevenson named a National Fast Pitch Coaches Association third-team All-American So this came out yesterday during the presser at the Women's College World Series. She receives her first All-American nod, just the fourth All-American in program history. So what's that list list look like? Rachel Fulton did it. Morgan Zirkle did it. And Jordan Dixon did it. Zirkle and Dixon, of course, most recently, 2017. Rachel Fulton. 
back in the back in the good old days of Heard, uh, 2005 to 2008 is when she played. Back in, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. It's really not that long ago, but it doesn't feel like it. But it, 2005 to 2008, Rachel Folden, and I feel like she was just here yesterday. So congratulations to Maya Stevenson for that accolade. I mean, that's always good. I mean, get some hardware, have some more. And hopefully going into the Sunbelt Conference, you can see more of that sort of swagger, sort of that pedigree coming in. And I'm hoping that we can see some success in the Sunbelt because it feels like the Sunbelt just it's just a better fit for martial athletics. And I'm not talking about the level of competition either being better or worse, depending on the sport. It's just it feels like there's a little bit more flow to it, a little bit more sense, a little bit more organization, a little bit more of structure, a little bit more of common desire to be as good as you can be league-wise, team-wise. So I'm hoping there's some success coming for the Thundering Herd there. Uh, we'll get Tony Kemper on next week. And, of course, you know, Tony's also outstanding. You know, I, I told Ari, you know, how how amazing she is. Tony's outstanding. I'm not uh, – he's going to pick on me about that next week. And that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I'm a big Tony Kemper fan despite the trash he started with me when he uh, wanted to call me out as a Bengals fan and pointing out that he was a uh, Kansas City Chiefs fan. I've not let that go since, and that's going to go until the end of time now. So I'll just add that to the pantheon of uh, feuds that I will never, ever let go of. But, no, Tony does a fantastic job. Just has terrible taste in pro football teams, even though they have won a Super Bowl. Uh, So I'll give him that. I'll give him that. Uh, The official announcement came out today. Eight additions to the team. Six transfers, two freshmen. So we're going to go over the entire list with Tony. We've gone over everybody individually. So Marshall's just uh, putting it out there that uh, here's what the tally looks like, just to, to re, resurface it, keep it back in, you know, in, in what's going on, remind you that the reports of Marshall women's basketball's demise have been exaggerated. The portal giveth, the portal taketh away. And what you lose, you sometimes gain and then some. So congratulations to Coach Kemper. We'll get him on next week. Uh, all kidding aside, Tony is one of the uh, one of my favorites at Marshall University. Think the world of that guy, and uh, hope he has uh, a fantastic season coming up with the women's basketball team. High school baseball action. We're going to have some interesting matchups. Triple uh, A. Hurricane's going to be facing off against Bridgeport. That should be fun. That should be an exciting. GW and Jefferson, the only uh, other two teams remaining in AAA. And uh, GW and Jefferson's going to play tomorrow, 5 p.m. Hurricane Bridgeport, 50 minutes after that. So AAA is looking like it's going to be interesting, to say the least. And, of course, our friends at Metro News with complete coverage, you can visit their website, WV Metro News, for up-to-the-minute action from the state tournament. We'll get you set for tonight in sports, and we'll get some of your phone calls and texts in and your tweets as well when we continue with this edition of The Drive ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive for this Thursday, June 2nd. Paul Swan, your host. Thanks for tuning in. 
Don't forget, if you missed any portion of today's show, you just want to go back and listen to it again, or there are some days you just can't listen to it live. You can be a follower of our podcast. We've got our podcast available on several platforms, wherever you get your podcasts, and that's Apple Podcasts, that's Spotify, or if you use something else, you can always find us there. And you can also go to our website, wrvc.com, and you can get the link there. So many ways to listen to the show. Thanks to listen. Thanks for, yeah, basically, however you're listening, thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, I do see all of the downloads and the streams, so I do appreciate it wherever you are. Uh, we have a following in certain cities, not just in West Virginia. So... Uh, sometime in the future, let me know where you're listening. If you're not listening in West Virginia, let me know where you're listening. You can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. Or you can, of course, uh, use our text line. If you're listening live on the stream, text me sometime or find me on Twitter. Twitter might be a best place to do that. So that's how you get a hold of the show. And if you're on Twitter, by the way, I would appreciate that follow, at Paul Swan. I'm trying to get up to uh, 2,000. We got some we got some stretch goals here because I'm really not I'm not heavy heavy promoting Twitter. I need to do a better job. I'm trying to get to 2,000 and then maybe we can get to 5,000 and then 10,000. I mean we got some goals here. We got some ambitions here. If I get to 10,000, then I can have super follows and then I can charge. And if you know how much money I made here uh, at Kinder Communications, you would be right away encouraging a lot of people to follow so I could get to 10000 in charge for the wisdom that I tweet. Nah, I, I do appreciate everyone does follow. So um, it doesn't matter where you're following from, when you follow, uh, whatever platform, uh, it is appreciated. We have got basketball tonight. No baseball. Pirates. I got to talk about this because – uh, I get a prep sheet every day uh, with some content that maybe I don't uh, you know, have uh, sort of supplement what I'm talking about. And when it comes to the Pirates, it's the finest prep that any show host can ask for. Our producer, Christian Palmer, devout Pirates fan. He's got the Pirates hat on today, and he's got the 1971 championship shirt on. Very attractive shirt. Um, he's probably got a 1979 shirt somewhere in the closet. That'll come out soon. Uh, devoted. Pirates fan. And uh, in all caps, the Pirates sweep the Dodgers. Like, like, look, the Reds crushed the Pirates. The Pirates take it out on the Dodgers. What what gives here? So, um, you know, the Pirates didn't sweep anyone last season. So, hey, we're moving up. We're doing well. First time the Dodgers have been swept at home since 2018. So, five-game homestand coming up starting tomorrow. Pirates are off today. We got basketball in its place right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. That is Celtics Warriors game one. We go on the air 8 o'clock. Tip off is set at 9. Do you think the, the 9 o'clock tip is going to hurt this series any? Ratings for hockey have been pretty good. I mean, basketball, it's, it's going to be good. The ratings will be good, but I don't know – if the 9 o'clock start really helps, you know, maybe an 8 o'clock start, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to make sure you get the West Coast as well, but the, the numbers have been seriously much better for hockey on ESPN and Turner Sports, and I think the 8 o'clock uh, start time is helping, and, well, the platform's helping as well. So 9 o'clock tonight. So uh, we got hockey coming up tonight as well. 8 o'clock is going to be a face-off. 7.30 is going to be our airtime. 
Game two of the Western Conference Final. That is Colorado and Edmonton. The video game score hopefully will continue. Wayne Gretzky, when Wayne Gretzky looks at you and says, play some defense, fellas, play some defense, you know it's going to be a high-scoring affair. And that might be fun. I feel like an all-star game, actually. And that's coming up tonight, radio-wise, on our sister station, Cat Sports, in 93.3 and 13.40. So a lot of action tonight with the NHL and the NBA. NBA getting into the final stretch here. Uh, again, I'm taking Golden State. I'm going to take them in six. Because it's just not in my DNA to ever root for Boston. I just can't do it. There's nothing in my DNA that says that uh, you have to root for Boston. Boston anything. Like the city. Like the city. Like some of the icons that come out of Boston. Not rooting for the Boston team. It's not going to do it. It's, It's not personal. It's just, look, baseball... I can't root for Boston. Uh, football, I'm a Bengals fan, so I don't root for any other team. Basketball, I'm a Lakers fan, so I can't root for the Celtics there. I mean, hockey, I'm a Rangers fan. I can't root for Boston. Can't I can't root for Boston. Uh, I did buy some swag, though, when I was in Boston. When I was, yeah, because I was college age, so I did buy some Boston swag, though. I know, it, it doesn't make sense, but it do, did, because it's like, I got to, you know, I'm here, hey. I respect Boston. Not rooting for the Bruins, but I respect the Bruins. So I had to have something, you know, to uh, commemorate the visit. Uh, beautiful place I visit again. So um, not all is lost. I'm not hating on you, Boston fans. I'm just hating on you. That does it for this edition. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again for our producer, Christian Palmer. Appreciate him. I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.